Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dash Radio Show with your hosts, Don Wright DeBrantz and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on facebook.com forward slash the Dash Radio. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hello, I'm Dawn Wright DeBronson. We have Mr. Peter Mingles here. Peter's right here. And uh, we have a fabulous guest this fine evening. And uh, I'm looking at her site. It's really cool stuff. It's Three Girls Media, Inc. Uh, right, CEO, Miss Erica Taylor Montgomery. Welcome, Erica. Hi. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Peter. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm great, thanks. How are you two today? I'm good. I'm good. How are you, Peter? I can't talk to I've you anymore a, unless it's on the show. I've had a busy weekend, and I know you were away for a little bit, so I kind of grabbed some slack, so I'm glad you're back. But my mm-hmm. little sister is visiting, and she brought her, what, I don't know, three or 300 adopted kids and her baby on her own, <laughs> and they were at the beach. I, <laughs> it was it was kind of in, it was an interesting weekend, so thank you very much. Yeah, I played golf. I know, I know. Just say, Erica, you don't know me, but that's really out there. And then I, uh, <laughs> and then we went, we went pontoon boating. So I am utterly relaxed and and really, really had a great time. So I hope. And oh, did you have some more fun this weekend, Erica? Yeah, actually, I went kayaking yesterday, and uh, nice. I caught my first fish uh, since I moved to a new area. So I was pretty excited. There you go. See, catching your first fish, is that like a, a moment of transition and triumph for you in each place you go? Exactly, yeah. Right. Very nice. Yeah. So you're a long-time fisherwoman then. Absolutely. I love the fish, uh, mostly for trout. Oh, nice. See, I grew up trout fishing, and then my dad got a boat. And once he moved me off of the lakes and onto the Grady White, I was more into laying out for sun than I was for fishing. I really like freshwater fishing. Um, it's my thing. You know, it's like it's part of the experience sitting by the water. I have to have a pole. But when I'm on a boat, I'm kind of like um, basking, I'm more basking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that <laughs> All right. Now that everybody's heard about that, <laughs> let's move on because I'm sure that you've done something that you want to talk about. Now, I, I see that you're a social media person. And um, I'm married to a social media person, so that makes me an expert. <laughs> ah. Just kidding, just kidding. So tell us all about what it is you do and uh, and how you got to be the CEO of Three Girls Media, Inc., will you? Sure, absolutely. Well, uh, Three Girls is a public relations and social media management agency, and what we do is we help small to mid-sized businesses really raise their brand awareness and their name recognition through things like social media. So, for example, we will manage our clients' social media accounts, and that includes everything from Facebook and Twitter to LinkedIn and Google Plus and Pinterest. And we'll not only research the content for them, but we'll then write up the content, we'll post it to their platforms on their behalf, And then we also monitor for fan engagement. So if somebody retweets something or somebody comments on something, we'll respond on our client's behalf. So they've always got a great stream of good content going out there for their social media, and they really don't have to worry about it at all. We take care of it from start to finish for them. Very nice. And, you know, as somebody who has done my own stuff and so has Peter, you know, we know how valuable that is. Because, you know, somebody goes and posts something and you're not looking and they don't feel responded to and it's just, it can be a lot of work and a real hassle if you don't, if if you plug in and then you don't keep up with it. It it really is a problem. So that's a really cool service to provide. Yeah, thanks. You know, what I hear most from our clients is that there are two major pain points that they're dealing with. Number one is the time factor. You know, if you're going to do social media and you're going to do it well, it simply takes some time. And as a small business owner, you're often told in a million different directions and don't necessarily have the time to dedicate to doing social media and doing it well. 
And then the second pain point I hear is that even if our clients could carve out some time to work on their social media, they don't know what to do with it in terms of what types of content they should be posting, how frequently they should be posting, and things like that. So, um, you know, those are really the two most common complaints, and we take all of that worry and hassle off the table for them. And then one of the things that I'd love to share today are some basic tips. So, you know, if your listeners are going to do their own social media, at least they'll go into it with a really good idea of the kinds of things that they should be doing in order to really help build their business online. Right. That's outstanding. Pete, I know I stepped on you a second ago. Go ahead and see what were you going to ask. No, first of all, I love the uh, YouTube video that you have on your website. So can you give us, the people that might be listening in, can you give us your website one more time? It was Three Girls Media. Oh, Absolutely, it's threegirlsmedia.com, and it is the word three, all spelled out, T-H-R-E-E, girlsmedia.com. And, And uh, John, you did ask me uh, how I ended up being the CEO for Three Girls, Mm -hmm. and I actually uh, founded the company eight years ago. In fact, at the beginning of June, we celebrated our eighth anniversary And I had uh, had a 20-plus year broadcasting career in the San Francisco Bay Area, uh, mostly morning radio, also some television. And after leaving broadcasting, I decided to spread my wings into public relations, went to work for a PR agency uh, in Silicon Valley, and started at the bottom of the food chain as a junior-level account executive, and within a couple years had worked myself up to senior director of media relations and kind of got to the point where I sort of outgrew that agency and knew that I needed to grow my career a little more. So I went to work as a press secretary for the California State Legislature, and that was an incredibly wild ride in politics. Um, So I stuck that out for a few years and helped get a couple of assembly members reelected in the 2004 election cycle. And after that, I knew one thing, and I knew it absolutely for sure, and that was that I was done with politics. Um, You know, people say that politics is a really dirty industry, but, man, seeing it from the inside, I I didn't have the stomach to do it anymore. So um, at that point... I knew I could either go back to work for a Silicon Valley PR agency and work 70, 80 hours a week for somebody else, or I could do something different. And really, at that point in my life, uh, quality of life was more important to me. I had a young son that I wanted to spend more time with, and I figured if I'm going to be working 70, 80 hours a week, I want to be doing that for me, not for somebody else. So that's when I stepped out and launched uh, Three Girls in June of 2005. Nice. You know, that's how I started in home-based business 20 years ago. And, uh, you know, I think that, you know, for women, their children are usually how they end up working from home and and doing their own thing. And, uh, you know, either because you want to show your kids a different way so that you don't, they don't, they don't live the life of, what silent desperation <laughs> of so many right. people out there working for somebody else that uh you know it, it it really is such a wonderful thing to be able to raise your kids and even if they do see you the the phone in one ear and you know your finger up telling them to hold on a minute a lot um you know when they grow up which i've had the the joy of listening to my kids say you know, I didn't really get it before and I was always resenting the intrusion of work at home but now that I look at it, you were at everything, and you were always there. Even if even if your finger was up and you were telling me to hush, you were still there. Right. And, and yeah. it's like, oh, my God, they don't need therapy because of that. That's the one thing I did right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, you know, I mean, if they only came with a book. Peter Peter's right now saying, you know, he just put his last kid off on the school bus to college uh, or he's, he's about to. He just went to his last high school graduation, and he's going through that, you know, right now. And mine is like my youngest is almost seventeen, and two of them have gone through the the the, the process of leaving. And uh, and you're in the little kid phase, right? That's where you are. 
Uh, no, actually, my son is 20 now. So oh, he's, wow, he's this was a while ago. So you know then. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I absolutely know. Yeah, I really <laughs> do. I, I think, um, you know, if I asked my son, he'd probably feel the same way, that it was good that even though he knew I was working, at least I was physically there. And, you know, right after that phone call was over, he could always come to me. Um, so I I have no regrets for switching careers and really launching out on my own as a small business owner. It's been a wonderful, wonderful change for me personally in terms of lifestyle, and um, I think that my son really appreciates that as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a good life. I really enjoy it, and so it, it it's a wonderful thing because Peter and I both service entrepreneurs as well and it's um you know it's a wonderful industry to take care of other people who are out there building their dreams you know you do get the rise and the fall with them and you do get you know the heartaches and and all of the the spectrum of uh emotional energy that comes with every project that you do for somebody but it's um it really is such a rewarding industry you know or reward i don't know if you can call entre- you can call entrepreneurism an industry right <laughs> the industry of all industries um right, right yeah it's it's really a very cool space so um you know even with the dash peter i mean we when we put together this radio show we were talking what do we want to do what 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 can we do for other people that it's also us doing for ourselves and then how can we go ahead and support other other people in getting what they want while we're getting what we want and you know we the dash was born so it's it's very similar in its energy and and uh and you are clearly much further along than we are we just started this little radio show 6 months ago but it really is something that we enjoy doing so i'm sure you've had a lot of um Real successes. I mean, who who have you supported to to greatness? Do you have anybody that uh, you nurtured from startup all the way through? Absolutely. You know, one of my uh, favorite all time clients is Plush Puff Gourmet Marshmallows, Ooh. and they are all handmade gourmet flavored marshmallows that come in flavors like chocolate chipetta, uh, bacon maple, uh, luscious lemon. Wow. Uh, peppermint, um, caramel swirls, one of my favorites. Uh, they even have a, a marshmallow that's called the S'mores Marshmallow, and it's got chocolate and graham crackers in it. <laughs> when uh, when we first started with them, they were a brand-new company and were really just starting out, and it was the owner's goal to eventually be able to sell wholesale so she would end up being in stores, uh, grocery stores and that sort of thing. And she also wanted to be able to sell wholesale to places like restaurants and food service places so they could use her marshmallows and things like desserts and coffee drinks and things like that. So these were all pipe dreams for her that she wanted to achieve. And so what we did is we launched a traditional media campaign for her and went out to the press, letting them know that these delicious, gourmet, handmade, all-natural marshmallows existed, and offered, of course, to send samples. And boy, were they well-received. I could not believe the amount of media coverage that we have gotten for Plush Puff Gourmet Marshmallows over the last four years since they've been a client. Um, you know, in fact, they've been in almost every major magazine that including places like People, Us Weekly, uh, they've been in the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, and now, um, all these years later, she has achieved her dreams, and it's in large part due to the fact that we helped them get established with all of this media coverage, which really helped drive their credibility. Absolutely. That's just awesome. And now, now we have new people who want to absolutely eat some of these marshmallows, and I'm one of them. That sounds amazing. You can do it at uh, plushpuffs.com is the website, and you can <laughs> order them online. All the flavors are there, and they're absolutely delicious. Awesome. All right. Well, we after th- after this, we will be right back. We're going to get some station ID and a quick commercial, and we will be right back with Three Girls Media right after this. 
With iWowee, you've got a comprehensive video communication suite that will deliver more power, more impact, and more features than any other option. The iWowee video suite offers all these powerful tools and more. Multi-purpose video email for individualized one-to-one messages, powerful video conferencing for collaborating many-to-many, fast, efficient broadcasting for elegant one-to-many communications. There's no complicated separate products, no confusing monthly subscription plans, and no special hardware to buy. If you've got a webcam and internet access, you have all the tools you need to strengthen relationships, expand any business, touch lives, and change the world. You've been listening to the Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronx and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. And now, back to the show. And we are back. And Peter, I'm monopolizing this conversation. So, okay, you're, so you you're need doing to, just fine. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just fine. I was, I loved. First of all, I loved the person behind the company because I watched the YouTube video and I found somebody that started where she started. She left the um, the, the political world because she, there was lots of great reasons to leave the political world, and then as a result of that, kind of started from scratch, kind of saying, "I really don't know where I'm going with this, and I don't know what I'm going to encounter." So she was real smart about it. She learned by other people's experiences, hard worker, networker as well, in the areas that she was in. She made some mistakes, and I love the entrepreneurial story about Three Girls Media. So for those people that are checking it out, go to threegirlsmedia.com, and you'll be able to see it there. Now, I've seen there's more than three girls there now, so you've kind of expanded, and I love your office greeter. Effie is her office greeter, so um, (laughs) so Dawn, she's a dog person. Which, which yeah. we knew she was one of us already, you know. She's a dog person, and as and but other things too is um, I looked at the stuff that you were saying and say, boy, am I like the perfect candidate for someone to use your services because I have been in that situation where I'm trying to prioritize my important versus my imperative stuff that I have to do every day, and having an electronic pen pal isn't really my idea of productivity. I have to take a look at a bazillion emails and support tickets and all the other sort of things that I service and help with. But And then you say, now you want me to do social media? I don't need any more friends. I, you know what I mean? I don't need anybody that's going to be a hater or anything else like that. And then you kind of handle, it sounds like you kind of handle that because I wouldn't want to have to put the next person on my payroll at, you know, X amount of thousands of dollars per month or per year to be able to just do that stuff. And it sounds like you guys do that and you guys do it so well. So do I have a clue on, like, what it is that you do? You take people like me who might see it as important but not imperative and kind of take that off my plate? Absolutely. Uh, And, you know, even for the people who do find it absolutely imperative to be on social, maybe it's because of the type of industry they're in or something like that, you know, whether it's important or imperative, we absolutely take the whole social media equation off of your plate. The only thing that you do on a weekly basis is we send you a week's worth of social media updates in a Word document, Microsoft Word. And all we do is we ask you to look at that and make sure you approve them. Uh, and then once they've approved them, and then we go ahead and take care of everything else. So it's a very um, time-saving process for our clients. You know, it might take them literally five minutes a week to review the social media updates that we send. And then they know that all of their social is handled and taken care of and that they've got a constant stream of great content out there for their fans. So who would be the ideal or the ideal type of customer for you? Like would it be Mike's Body Shop or, you know, or, or would it be somebody maybe like a politician who needs to be in front of people all day long and why? You know, it really can be either. And that's one of the things that I really love about Three Girls is that we don't 
specialize in a particular industry or a very, very specific type of client. So one thing that all of our clients have in common is that they're small businesses. Um, and, and that could be everything from a solopreneur who's running something on their own or somebody like a politician. Uh, we've worked for people, for example, like matchmakers before, authors, that sort of thing. Uh, or it could be the owner of a full-fledged business, everything from that auto body shop that you mentioned to restaurants to other people who have products that they're trying to bring to the market, um, other service-related businesses, for example, like doctors and lawyers, uh, that sort of thing. So it's a really broad base of people that we can help. Basically, you know, anybody who's in a professional situation and needs to have uh, good social media out there for their audience. So let's use like an example. On one of our last uh, guest speakers, we had two types of musicians. We had Danny Serafini, who was the ex-drummer of a band that most people know as Chicago, and now he's doing his own uh, California Transit Authority. And then we had a younger bunch of guys, just really great, talented guys, called the Como Brothers Band. So what would you do for maybe the Como Brothers Band? They're a, a bunch of young kids, college graduates, really super talented, would make most of the musicians that you see up on stage look goofy relative to their amazingness. But nobody knows who they are, and they're a relatively young group of guys, and they don't really have all this marketing stuff down and the only thing they're really lacking is the marketing. They're certainly not lacking the talent or the creativity because they were just really wonderful. So let's start with the Como Brothers Band. What would you do maybe to help them? Sure. Well, when it comes to social media, in terms of platforms, I think a band is absolutely perfect for things like YouTube and also Twitter. Um, and especially that age group, that, that age group that uh, really lives on Twitter. Um, and then YouTube, of course, for a band is absolutely perfect because you can videotape a concert, you can videotape individual songs and put those all up on your YouTube channel. And my recommendation is that when you're working with YouTube, the real key is what you put in the descriptions in terms of keywords that people are going to be searching for on YouTube. So make sure that your descriptions and all of your data information that you can fill in on YouTube is filled in is, uh, as much as you can to the best of your ability. And then uh, on Twitter, the key to Twitter is regular posting. And I, I think it really surprises a lot of people to learn that the lifespan of a tweet is only 60 minutes. And what that means is that that is how long a tweet will last in somebody's news feed before it's so far down on the bottom that they're not going to see it anymore. So that's why you can get away with posting on Twitter a lot more frequently than you can the other social media platforms uh, because the lifespan of a tweet is so short. And so on Twitter, you can do things like spread the news about your concert, any special appearances that you're going to be making, when your latest CV goes on sale, and all of that stuff works incredibly well through Twitter, uh, reaching that age group and that type of audience. The other great thing that you can do with Twitter is you can reach out to influencers people who could possibly review the band, for example, and, uh, and, and write an opinion piece, maybe on a blog or something like that. And so look for key influencers uh, in your particular industry. In this case, it would be the music industry, and reach out to them. Um, you know, let them know that you like the kind of reviews that they've been doing and, uh, you know, build a relationship with them. And sooner or later, they could end up doing something really terrific for the Como Brothers. So you, so far, the two that I've heard you identify, you know, I, I, don't, how, I don't know how many social media sites or avenues you can go through, but there's one site that I checked that if I want to look for a, a name availability on my own company, it would list like 350 million of them or whatever it might be. So you can't be on all of them, I'm guessing, without hiring a whole team of people. Which ones would you focus on? I heard you say YouTube. I heard you say Twitter. Which other ones? Sure. Well, for 
uh, the specific instance of the Como Brothers, I think if you have the pick and, and really narrow it down, that YouTube and Twitter would be the place for that band. But in terms of the major players in social media, you could really consider Facebook is still being the huge gorilla uh, that's out there of social media, and that's really what got it all started. And having a Facebook page for your business is never a bad idea. Um, then, of course, you have LinkedIn. And LinkedIn is a very different type of social networking platform. Uh, you know, each platform really has its own personality. And on Facebook, the personality is much more casual, friendly, um, laid back, uh, fun, that sort of thing. On a platform like LinkedIn, it's very professional. It's all driven by business. So any kind of update you put on LinkedIn would be written very professionally, very business-like, and that sort of thing. And uh, for uh, an example like the Como Brothers, um, you know, I don't think something like LinkedIn is really the best fit for them. Uh, it doesn't really reach their target audience who they're trying to engage with, but it's a terrific platform for a lot of businesses out there that are trying to reach the B2B market. Um, so if you're in a service-based industry or you're in a, a, a product-based industry and you have something to offer to other businesses, LinkedIn is a terrific social media platform to be on. And then, of course, there's the newcomer on the block, uh, really, and that's Pinterest. And although Pinterest has been around now for going on three years, um, their growth has just been extraordinary. And they're actually now the fastest growing social media platform out there. And in terms of number of unique visitors per month, come in third place right behind Facebook and Twitter. Now, we're going to take a break in about a minute or so. But for those people that don't know what a Pinterest is, what's a Pinterest? <laughs> sure. So a Pinterest is just another social media platform. The one thing that makes Pinterest very different from the other social platforms is that Pinterest is based on images. So rather than posting text like you would on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter, on Pinterest what you do is what they call pin images to a virtual bulletin board that you would create. So that's what Pinterest is. It's a social networking platform that's image-based. Got it. Okay, I think we're going to take a little commercial break in about 30 seconds. We're going to come back on the other end. We're talking to Erica Taylor Montgomery, 3girlsmedia.com. So if you want to check it out, make sure you check out the YouTube video so you see the person behind it, 3girlsmedia.com. And here we go, Mr. Axel, spin those records. Okay. Mr. Axel, Mr. Axel, spin those records. <laughs> oh, he said it's lagging. It's internet lag. It's not Alex. It's lag. internet lag. It's not Alex. It's okay. We're all techie people. We understand so internet sing. lag. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Are we allowed to sing that song, or is somebody going to slap the copy? I don't know. I think there's a patent on that one too. She tried to sing Happy Birthday. I said, No, you can't. There's a patent on that. Like we're going to get. <laughs> all right. All right it's so, going to interrupt us eventually, but. All right. So but, we'll keep uh, talking. That's okay. We'll, we'll keep, keep talking. talking. Yeah. yeah. All right, so so back to this whole thing. So what would you do with the Como Brothers guys? These are two young guys and a couple of other band members, and you, t you talked about these types of things, that this is where they would be. And they might say to you, you know, can't you do this for us, Erica? Like, can't you guys do this for us? I understand that this is what can be done, but what would you do for them specifically? Would it cost them a small fortune? Would they have to, you know, what, what would they need to do to get involved with you? It definitely would not cost a small fortune. Uh, you know, one of the things that I pride myself on is that we are very, very cost-effective for small businesses. Our services do not start in the thousands of dollars per month. They start literally in the hundreds of dollars and low hundreds at that. You know, you can really start getting excellent social media services for, you know, around $250, $300 a month. So it can be very, very affordable for you. And if you're a small business owner or a band or something like that, those are dollars that can be very well spent because they can save your time. Uh, so the band can spend more time creating new songs, 
practicing, promoting themselves to record producers and other things, and then letting a company like Three Girls manage their social media very affordably. So, like, for instance, I take a look at that number and I say, oh, my gosh, like, that's a reasonable expense. That's a business expense for paper if you're running a regular company. Or, heck, I think when I was printing stuff, I spent that much at least on toner. You know, that's <laughs> you know that's a phone bill. You know what I mean? That's a phone bill. That's not like another part-time employee for for, right. people, for people like us that usually find our own groupies. You know, that's a heck of a lot less expensive than a groupie that we have to find a job for. So, so that would be a reasonable expense. And from that, I would have all of the things that you're referencing. I'd get a couple of tweets, and I'd have some pictures posted and maybe a Facebook update and all of those types of things? Yeah. So, you know, each individual platform uh, that we work with, be it Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, Pinterest, uh, Instagram, Foursquare, whatever it may be, um, you know, each of the services for all of those platforms start at that price point. So. Wow. It's very, very affordable uh, for our clients. Um, and another form of social media that we provide is blogging on behalf of our clients. And a blog is something terrific for someone like the Como Brothers Band to do. Um, you know, a blog, I think, is something that almost every small business should have. Uh, it really is a great way to share a lot of terrific information with your audience in a different type of format, more of a short article, uh, which is a little bit longer than you would post traditionally on a post, say, on Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn. Uh, blog post is generally 300 to 500 words, which is about you know three to four paragraphs of you know maybe three sentences apiece. So a lot of people get hung up on blogging because they think, oh, my gosh, it's going to take me you know, 12 hours to write a three-page article. And it's not like that at all. You know, Blog posts should be able to be read in just a couple of minutes. They should be short, quick, to the point. And you can really share so much information. So in the example of the band, they could share inspiration behind their songs. They could share stories from the road when they're on tour. There's so much great information that they could share for their fans uh, on a blog. And uh, it's another service that we provide. If our clients don't have time to blog on their own, then we'll blog on their behalf for them. And just like the social media updates, We'll not only research the topics and all of the content for the blog, but we'll then write the post and then actually post it to the blog on their behalf. And we take into consideration everything that needs to be done for search engine optimization. So every single blog post that goes up is really primed for the search engine. So that's the key. I mean, that's the nugget right there. So it's not just another electronic pen pal. There's maybe some things that are self-serving to generate some extra traffic, perhaps for you. Is that what you're suggesting? Like, Absolutely. a blog is scientifically designed. It's not just something that is written. It may not just be a conversation, but it may be a conversation in a certain way. Exactly. You know, there's an art to blogging, just like there is uh, for social media, and there are certain ways that you should do things on a blog, and then there are things that you should not do on a blog, um, same as with social media platforms. And so it's something that really needs to have a little bit of thought put into it. Um, you know, everything from how frequently you're posting to what time of day you're posting to even the day of the week that you're posting and keeping that consistent. Um, and then, of course, the variety of topics that you would share, the overall length, and taking into consideration about 10 different things that are really critical for SEO, for search engine optimization. And that's everything from having good keywords to using them the appropriate amount of time to doing things like including an image, a, a copyrighted free image, I should emphasize, uh, with every single blog post, including a caption, and you know a variety of other things that you should do when you're blogging, really in order for them to have the maximum effect for your business. Excellent. Now, you know, as I'm reading through websites, I'm always looking at stuff, and I'm somewhat perplexed on how sometimes people will have the tendency to write things, 
that are just really nasty or just really not well thought out. And I'd say, boy, this is, I guess, the downside to allowing comments. So could you kind of maybe help me out with the philosophy behind how someone like yourself manages that? I mean, there's got to be some, like, you write Shakespeare, I'm sure, and then some knucklehead or whatever you want to call him in an unkind way writes something really stupid. Are you obligated? Are you, uh, tell us about that, and tell us how your brain, as the marketer, kind of processes that information. Sure. Well, you know, negative comments happen. They happen not only on blog posts, but they also happen on social media. You know, you could easily post something to Facebook and then have somebody uh, say something negative in response to that. And you always have the option to delete the comments. However, I would caution you from doing that unless it's something that's really graphic or so offensive that it's really going to turn the mass public off or something like that. And instead, look at the negative comment as an opportunity to better your customer service. So take a look at what that person is saying and how can you respond as a business to solve their problem, to make them feel better, to take away their pain point if it's something that they're complaining about. Maybe they had a problem with your product. Maybe they had a problem with your service. Uh, Maybe they simply didn't like the article that you posted. It could be that too. But I always like to think it's a public venue. Uh, You're out there and these comments are shown to the world. And so however you respond to that negative comment is going to show a lot of class if it's done the right way. And I look at these opportunities as ways to really exemplify excellent customer service, Uh, just like you would if you were in a restaurant and had a negative experience and complained about something. Totally appropriate for the manager to come over, try to smooth things over, maybe offer you a complimentary dessert or invite you back for another uh, stay. Um, You know, on social media with negative comments or a blog with negative comments, you can really do the same sort of thing. Smooth things over as much as you can. Uh, You know, make them an offer of something that's appropriate, given whatever business it is that you're particularly in, and use it to show the world that you're not afraid of naysayers and that you can handle it very professionally. So you're more or less, I don't know which word to use, but you're going to be more or less managing them as opposed to deleting them is what you're saying. You can kind of use some of them as opportunities to maybe clarify or maybe show that you're a real company that cares about their real customers. Um, Absolutely. And then you just delete the people that are just, you know, I, I don't know what kind word to use, so we'll just say that are unkind. Absolutely. You know, anybody who is using things like profanity or, um, you know, uh, write something that's, uh, for example, sexually graphic or, you know, anything that is rated beyond a PG-13, you know, I would consider deleting. Okay, Um, there you go. So you said the PG-13, that helped me process it in my mind, so thank you. You know, because you'd say anything that you probably wouldn't want the younger kids to read. At least that puts a picture in my mind. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, but anything else that is, you know, uh, G-rated or or PG um, or even PG-13, if it's just somebody disgruntled, I, I look at those as an opportunity to let yourself shine and show everybody else how you can very classily handle comments like that. Got it. Dawn, I'm sorry. I've taken over so far waiting for Alex to be able to figure out how to push a button. But um, I know that there's the you internet know, lag as well. He figured out how to push the button lots of times. He's yeah, just, I know. It's not working. The button's <laughs> broken. <laughs> Alex, go ahead and push the button again. We'll just see. I'm, I'm like an off chance that it might work right now. Do you run a home-based uh-huh. business? Are you looking under every rock for your next superstar diamond in the rough? Are you looking for leads in all the wrong places? Look no more. If you're a seasoned entrepreneur... You know you need the right tools in place to run your online business effectively. If you're brand new at your business and you are looking for top-notch training that will take you and your sales team to the next level, for email marketing, autoresponders, lead management systems, and more, Network Leads is what you need to prospect, communicate, manage, and support your customers and sales organizations. Just go to 
www.networkleads.com forward slash the dash radio and register for your free lead management system today. You've been listening to the Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronx and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. And now... Back to the show. And we are back, and I'm Dawn Wright DeBronce. This is Peter Mingle. We've got Elizabeth, Mon- it's Elizabeth Montgomery, correct? Erica Montgomery. Erica. 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 Okay, that was my bewitched coming out in me. Yep. Do you remember <laughs> Elizabeth Montgomery? Of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, twinkle, 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 yep. Yes, sorry about and, that. And, and I, know why Alex was have, I know why Axel was having a problem. He was pushing our button. That's why. Yes, if there's yes. technically inclined, it's, it's probably my button. <laughs> so, 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 go ahead, keep go going. Ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 you go first. No, no, here, here's the thing, you know, like, I, I have to tell you, so this, this is a really neat story, because when I saw your, the name of your company, um, Three Girls Media, and I saw the little girls on the lockers, okay, I used to convince my two daughters to clean the house with me or to cook with me, and we called it Three Sexy Chicks, right? I'd be like, Three Sexy uh-huh. Chicks, come on, we're three, six, three Sexy Chicks catering, Three Sexy Chicks cleaning, and I just, I looked at them like I told them this could fly, you see? I, I knew it back then, and there it is. Now it's three girls media, and and I'm going to have to tell them we're going to have to start. We're going to have to start the catering or or another version of it because the brand is already solidified by you. <laughs> yeah, you know, and uh, actually, a lot of people assume that because the name of the company is Three Girls Media, that there were actually three women that founded the company, and that there are you know currently three of us. Uh, running the business, but that could not be farther from the truth. Uh, if you watch my YouTube video that's on the homepage of our website, you'll learn that I actually started the company all on my own, no partners, nothing like that, uh, bootstrapped it uh, by myself, and came up with a name because I was trying to think of something that would be catchy and memorable and that would um, fit with what we were going to be doing for our clients, which was largely social media and a little bit of public relations. And it occurred to me, you know, most of our clients want the word spread about them very quickly. So I was thinking to myself, if you want to spread the word about something, what is the fastest and most efficient way to get that done? Well, all you have to do is tell three girls, and before you know it, it is out there like wildfire. Girls love to talk. Mm -hmm. Yes, we do. Hence the name of the company, uh, Three Girls Media. And uh, now I have a team of eight employees that work for me, um, but I'm the one and only original girl, and the name of the company continues to be a terrific conversation starter for me. There you go. That's and great, great, great image on the website. Great image on the website. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, the three girls, three teenage girls chatting in front of their lockers. So now, now tell me about your book. Oh, sure. So um, I'm so proud to have a best-selling book. It's called The Spirit of Silicon Valley, Journeys and Transformations Beyond Technology. And what we really wanted to show in the book is everybody thinks of Silicon Valley for the high-tech industry, of course. And that is what it is most well-known for. But there's so much more that goes on in Silicon Valley than just high-tech that I really wanted to share some of the other stories of other types of businesses, other types of business owners that were outside of the tech industry but still vital to Silicon Valley. So what I did is interviewed about 25 newsmakers and entrepreneurs from the Silicon Valley area, and each of them shared their personal story of how they overcame adversity uh, to the point where they became a triumphant business that they are today. So it's a great book to read if, 
you are looking for inspiration to start your own company, you want to see what other small business owners have gone through uh, before you and learn from their mistakes and the challenges that they faced, it's a very uplifting and inspirational book because every single story in there is about overcoming some type of adversity and ultimately making it in the end. And uh, you can find the book on Amazon. Uh, simply search for The Spirit of Silicon Valley. And where would we find that book on your on the resources on your website? Because I'm going to threegirlsmedia.com. Is that there or is that somewhere else? If you go to my biography that's on our website, you will okay. find a link to Amazon there. Okay, perfect. So simply go to the Three Girls website, go to the uh, biography page where you see my biography, and there's a link there directly to Amazon where you can get the book. Excellent. And for those people that are uh, taking a listen to this, when you go to threegirlsmedia.com, you'll see that she's got really cool tips, and they update this you know, regularly. So really good tips if you're looking for PR work, but if you're the entrepreneur like maybe some of you that are listening in, and you, you heard about the prices of her services being in the couple of hundred as opposed to a couple of million dollar ranges, and you're interested in maybe expanding your business and you're prioritizing your day maybe where you say, I don't have enough time. I know this is important to get it done. It's moving. It should be moving into the imperative side, but I just don't have the time. What we heard from Erica is that for a few hundred bucks a month, um, and I'm sure the bigger the project, maybe a little bit more, but for all those small, mid-sized business entrepreneurs that are kind of stuck or maybe not techie people themselves, they could use her services and get so much more. You know, Erica, when I start to hear you talk about, you know, a few hundred bucks a month, you know, less than a thousand or stuff like that, those could be advertising expenses. And if you have a business that actually translates its way into cash in any way, probably just a few extra sales over a month could easily pay for the services you provide, and it kind of keeps building, and it kind of keeps expanding, and it sounds like you guys would give us the personal services that we deserve. Like, you'd really kind of learn about our business, so when you're blogging about our business, you're kind of, like, really helping us out, and we'd have a long-term relationship with you where that few extra hundred bucks per month really becomes an absorbable business expense because of the extra sales and extra goodwill we're getting. That word about advertising from one or two extra customers could really pay for probably whatever we'd be paying you. Is that more or less the economics behind this as well? That's absolutely true. Very, very true. You know, you can get so much from us for under $1,000 a month um, and really have all of your social media managed and your blog as well um, for that kind of money. So it's very, very affordable. Um, and, you know, really social media is something that every single small business owner and entrepreneur should be involved with today. And that's not to say that every business and every person needs to be on every social media platform. I don't believe that at all. I really believe that you need to find which platforms your particular audience is in and then do a very good job of managing just those individual platforms. Don't try to spread yourself too thin and do it all. You're not going to be able to make it work. Focus in, hone in very specifically on the audience you're trying to reach, figure out where they are, and then make sure that those platforms are managed really, really well and that's something that we can definitely do for you. And one of the things you mentioned, Peter, is that we have to take the time to get to know our clients. And that is so true because every single client has a different voice, has a different personality, has a different background, has different types of content that they would want to share and that would be appropriate for their business. So we spend a lot of our time, especially in the beginning of a new relationship with a client, doing our research and getting to know them uh, to the best of our ability so we can really match their voice in everything that we write and post on their behalf. And you did a really, a really great job on the About Us section when you listed some of the people that you have there. You could read by their pictures, you could read by their biographies, you could read by the descriptions and their background, that that's the type of people you hired. The type of people you hired, you would it would almost be like an assumption, or almost like it's a given. Of course they would do that. Look at who she's working with. So they've done <laughs> 
they've done work before with PR firms. They've done work with charities. Some of them are leaders in their respective field. They definitely get themselves into whatever they, whatever kind of a project they're going to bring it to the top. So I got to, you know, I got to applaud the the people that you put on are exceptional looking people and to have those people going to work for say for instance if i was your client having those types of people go to work for me i couldn't afford to hire all the diversity of talent that you have in your company so for all of you people that are listening in and i got to share with you i'm going to shout out to some of the people that we have you're running a small co-op in your network marketing company. You're a small business owner. You're a big business owner. You're a big leader. There are so many different ways that people need to step out and brand themselves and get their way out there. I am positive that they would probably get way more in value than they are in whatever they're paying you in the stuff that they'll learn how to do, the importance of how to do that, and just you know, a couple of good tips from anybody on your team could really set them apart. So I really loved your, I really liked your site. I love the YouTube video. It shows a lot about you and a lot about uh, – we didn't talk a lot about your team, but about your background as far as the uh, using other people's experiences and the example that you set by someone who said, that's it, I'm done. It was a defining moment. I'm not going back to that. I'm going to kind of do it on my own. And if you will, because we call this the Dash Radio, talk to us a little bit about that journey. We've spoken about your services. Now let's find out about you. You made that decision a while back. That's it. There was some kind of defining moment. You said, I can't do this anymore when you're dealing with the politicians. And although we're probably past the statutory limit of you being able to tell us <laughs> specifically <laughs> what that might be, I won't ask. I will leave it to my vivid imagination because when you're dealing with politics, I'm sure just around my vivid imagination would probably be around where it lingers. But tell us about, okay, there was that moment, and there's a lot of people listening in, what was it, the defining moment that, okay, I'm going to go step out, I'm going to go do this. Talk to us about that part of you as the entrepreneur. Sure. You know, it was right after the November uh, election cycle in 2004. And I knew that I had done my job and I had done it well because I had helped a couple of assembly members get reelected, and that was the name of the game in politics is you always want that next election. Uh, and to be re-voted in. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, the assembly members that I was working with in California were not doing what they were saying. Um, they were being very disingenuous, and that's something that I just couldn't get behind. Um, and it was also very difficult to represent someone who may have different political views than you do, but that's the job. I mean, you're required to toe the line and put out there to the public whatever it is your assembly member wants you to put out, whether you believe it personally or not, and you have to you have to act like you're believing it. Um, you know, everything has to come across like you are in this 110%. And after the election cycle, I knew that I just couldn't go back to a job like that where I felt so disingenuous, and it really wasn't living true to who I was as a person. And one of the things that I found very, very valuable um, when I was trying to break into a new career was actually seeking out other people in other positions who had been there and gone there before me. And I took a step back and realized that I didn't have to go back to work at a public relations agency and work for somebody else. That there was a need in the marketplace to serve small businesses very, very affordably and provide them with good quality service, good content, at a reasonable fee. And in the world of public relations and social media in 2004 and 5, a, a company like that did not exist. So I thought to myself, here's a perfect opportunity where I can really do some good. I can really help some small business owners who need this kind of assistance, and I can do it very, very affordably. So it's going to help them, and I'm going to feel good about what I'm doing as a, as a job and as a business owner because it's something that these companies need, and it's the service to them. So it was a win-win all the way around not to mention the fact that I would get to spend more time with my family um, having a home-based business. And now my entire staff telecommutes, 
So our entire company is virtual. Everyone works from their home offices and enjoys that kind of flexibility with three girls. And as a business owner, I'm really proud that I can do that. That really makes a big difference. We have a tendency of interviewing people, and you're just one more of those that has a a philosophy that I want to be able to do it from home. So you have your values where you want to do whatever you want to do, but also you want to do it from home and take advantage of that. And I know in the early days you said, you know what, I wasn't really sure what I was getting into, and I didn't know how much time it would really take me to run my own company. And it might have been a little bit lopsided for a while, but that's the way it is sometimes when you're building something, and now you have the balance in between. So was it all worthwhile? I mean, who cares you had to climb the two- to five-year mountain? When you look back, do you say, I picked the right path, or, geez, I would have done this differently? You know, share with us that that, that journey or that progression and that experience. Yeah, you know, looking back, uh, hindsight is always twenty twenty, And so there are definitely some things that I would have done differently, um, you know, if I would have known then what I knew now, uh, eight years later, But what I can say is that I would wholeheartedly, no question, do it all over again. It has been absolutely worth it. I've grown so much as an individual, and I've learned so much as a business owner um, and needing to wear 12 million hats and figure things out. You know, I, I had never owned a business before, so I was really learning everything from the ground up. I mean, everything from insurance to banking accounts to workman's comp, to basic HR, to, you know, all of these things, I had no clue. So um, it really was a progression and, and things that I had to learn, um, but I'm so much better off for it today, and I, I would absolutely do it again. I have no regrets and have been really happy with the choices I've made. Excellent. And I know recently um, through the – I don't know how the old the YouTube video is, but you said that um, you're – basically still on your honeymoon you have a wonderful husband your son is a wonderful kid you have great employees you're working it like crazy what's happening next for you like what is the besides building it bigger you know where do you see do you see that um peter the mobile technology everybody's trying to figure out how to do this on a two-inch screen is where we're going so we're going to have to do apps or do you know some secret invention that's going to be happening sometime in the future where everybody's going to be moving to because your business changes as the technology craze, I guess, would change as well. So, Absolutely. So where are we going with this? Like, what's happening you know, next? The biggest thing that people need to take into consideration right now is mobile, going mobile, being able to reach their audience on smartphones and on tablet devices. Um, You know, not everybody has a computer at home, but almost everyone has a smartphone in this day and age where you can reach them. And mobile marketing is absolutely the biggest trend out there, and it's only going to get bigger. So if you're looking at marketing for your small business uh, or yourself as an individual, think mobile. It's definitely the wave of the future, and the future is here. And I would imagine, based on that little speech, you do things with mobile? Yes, you definitely talk with mobile. I just just, just was hoping the answer to that was yes. As somebody who, we we took the Dash mobile, we we got an intermediary, you know, small mobile application going, and, and, uh, you know, I'm doing this for the company that I'm currently working for. It's, It's such a big deal. I mean, the 18 to 24-year-old demographic doesn't look at a normal-sized screen anymore. You know, the, these guys are all on mobile phones, and nobody's even – and I can say for myself, too, I'm a 45-year-old woman, but, you know, the only time that I sit down on my laptop or at my desktop is when I have to. You know, the rest of the time I'm I'm on the fly and I'm doing everything from my smartphone. So I think you're absolutely dead on. You're dead in the water if you don't have mobile. Yep. Absolutely. It's it's here and it's only going to get bigger. Or smaller. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, we're talking all right. That is all. We are done. So thank you so much for coming to our show. It's been awesome. I definitely I reached out to connect with you on Facebook. I would love to stay connected. I have so many people I know would love to love to hire you. So definitely make sure that you connect and, and, and we'll keep in touch and let you know when your article and everything is up on the site. Peter, Dawn, thank you both so much. I've had a blast. 
You're welcome. Same here. Thank you. ThreeGirlsMedia.com. ThreeGirlsMedia.com. <laughs> Thank you. Bye now. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. At The Dash, we know that your time is precious, and your choosing to spend it with us means a lot. To get reminders for our live shows, click follow on the top of any show. Also, subscribe to our blog for articles, inspirations, and great products and services for your ever-growing business at thedashradio.com. For upcoming mobile experience, text DASH to 37404, and don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thedashradio. Again, thanks for spending some of your Dash with us. We look forward to talking with you again soon.